and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what is happening like you can't make that stuff up no. i wish i could tell the story yeah, i just told you the on the air but no. i can't no but you get that with old people <laughs> and some people will give them a pass for some things like that but you it's... can't you know when you don't know the guy you're not going to give them a pass dealing with old people is worse than dealing with children Old, especially old, old people. They're toddlers. They really throw temper tantrums. It really is insane. I never had to deal with old people, and now I'm dealing with a couple old people. It's awful. Yeah, and I hope I'm, I'm never a burden like that to my kids, but I don't know if my brain's going to be mush. I don't get it. Like you're I, also, talking about- I also had kids very late. It, my first kid I had when I was 39, so... Let's say I'm not going to be a young buck, you know, when he yeah. turns, you know, 25, 30. I don't even know how to see his wedding. Your kids not, are, you know? your kid, well, your kid sent me a text the other day saying, I think it's time to put dad in a home. That's right. He's, <laughs> he's already mushed his brain. But yeah, I, yeah, I wish I could, I could tell. I mean, there's more details I didn't even tell you, but it's, uh, it's an insane story. And it's hard too. Cause you, you know, you love people like you, you love uh, your mom or your dad. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, like yeah. you know, somebody grew up with this guy and they're like, you know, they remember the good old days. The like good I, parts. Yeah. Yeah. Like my mom, I look at my mom. I'm like, so far, so good. It's not t- like, she asked me to do chores around the house, like for and stuff. I'm like, well, that's what I'm I don't want to clean out a shed, but well, that's what I, I'm dealing with I now. I do it anyway. I'm sort of kind of right now. My, my mom's caretaker and, yeah. and I, but that's my mom. And like, yeah. so I don't mind doing that. And she's still very thankful for it. And, um, but this this other situation was yeah. like somebody who wasn't really connected to me and yeah you don't have a history with this dude. it's just like, it's just you know. like and I just shake my head and I'm like yeah. well I'm like wow yeah insane yeah. even with my mom I'm like I don't see it yet but you know when it starts to happen how am I gonna handle it like before when she had problems I dropped her off at a train station I drove away and I went about my life and I didn't see yeah. her for eight years am I gonna do that again when things get tough? I'm, I'm Instead kind of, of a train station, next time it's a nursing home. I'm kind of a coward. See, but here's the thing. I don't want to pay for that. Like, I'm a coward when it comes to all that. Just, I don't know. I like to drop her off and pretend her life is awesome and just go. Well, then, you know? and then you get in a weird situation where, like, I'm used to, like, my mom's having some memory stuff. And you get used to it. So on a day-to-day basis, I'm just so used to yeah. dealing with it. My aunt and uncle uh, are in from uh, Ohio. And um, so they're, like, they're shocked. And I'm like, this is my day-to-day. See, I loved it because I got there. She offered me a cookie, and then I ate the cookie. But she forgot she offered it to me. So she offered me a cookie eight times, and you, I kept taking the cookies. You have no idea. My daughter's <laughs> living with her for the summer and working on the boardwalk. And uh, and my daughter's like, we go food shopping, and she just keeps buying the same things yeah. over and over <laughs> again. <That's awesome. laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, White Trash Wednesday. We're going to dive into that. We're also going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day today, too. Yeah, we got tickets for the tattoo uh, beach bash happening in the Wildwoods at the Wildwoods Convention Center. We'll hook you up with tickets for that. 
and uh, a great Bruce Springsteen tribute act. Come in the resorts. We'll hook you up with that, too. Oh, I got to load up your first pick of the morning. You do, and I got to remember what it was. Oh, I know what it was. A great song, which uh, about a year or two ago, I don't know if I, I wasn't high, but I remember sitting, maybe I was drunk. I was sitting listening to the song, and the lyrics really hit me because it was when Paul Simon was about my age, and it's about a middle-aged man, and the lyrics really hit. It's about a guy going through a divorce, and I was like, okay. Like, I get it. I get what Paul Simon is singing, what he's singing about in the song Graceland. Yeah, I feel like that with 50 Cent's in the club. Yeah, yeah. I do, too. Candy Shop is more my jam. Uh, here you go, Paul Simon, Graceland. Lunch point seven, ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for use. It's not going anywhere. This COVID. Uh, yesterday, New Jersey reported another 2,309 confirmed COVID-19 cases. And 20 new confirmed deaths. I want more monkeypox stuff. Where's that at? Uh, I mean, we're never... Uh, listen, we're never going to put the masks... I can tell you where we're, it's at, but I'll get in trouble. We're not putting the masks back on, right? No. We're not getting to that, right? I was at Pitbull last night in Camden. Yeah. Not one mask to be that. had. Look there was 25,000 people. Not well, one mask. They're all outside, so... Some batches of banana boat hair and scalp sunscreen spray, SPF 30, are being recalled after they were found to have contained traces of benzene, a known carcinogen. Edgewell personal care company, which makes banana boat sunscreen products, issued a uh, nationwide uh, recall of three batches of sunscreen spray with the expiration dates of December 2022, January 2023, and April 2024. More than 50 protein and nutritional shakes are being recalled and removed from store shelves due to the presence of microbial contamination. Uh, That's according to the FDA. Lions Magnus LLC, the product's manufacturer, said the shakes were contaminated with Cronobacter sakai, a harmful bacteria that can cause urinary tract infections, among other symptoms. Where do you get that? GNC, let me guess, huh? Yeah, yeah, and that's like um, old people take that stuff, right? That, that it's like it's it's those those shakes you see. You know, really anything you get out of that shake, you can get through a, a natural food. The cavemen had it right. It just you know, like grab yourself a berry, kill yourself a cow. Uh, the company sold them under several names, including Lucerna. Premier Protein, Aloha, and Oatly. My buddy's a take, man, because he was so skinny growing up. He tried to work out. He's on a whey protein. Oh, big, like creatine? That, that oh. big tub of whey protein yeah. on top of it. The only place Gr- it would ever fit in the house is on top of the refrigerator. In college, every house we used to party at on top of the fridge yeah. had that stupid bucket of protein. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're going to start working out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. some hydroxy cut, which pretty much just squeezes every ounce of water out of your body so you can see your muscles. And all that ever happened was one guy for one day would take it and then just get S-faced drunk. <laughs> and then it would just sit on top of the fridge for the next year. Uh, that's news. What about sports? It is brought to you by the original Fudge Kitchen with six locations through Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. Call 884-2834, visit fudgekitchens.com, and buy Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa, the East Coast premier luxury destination. Call 609-317-1000 or visit borgata.mgmresorts.com. Phil's got beat up by the Braves last night, 13-1. Phil's Braves this afternoon, 12-20 start. Listen to the game right here at ZX. I heard they stopped it in the fourth. Like a Little League game? Yes. Uh, the Phils, busy yesterday uh, losing and also getting Noah Sundergaard. 
Brandon Marsh from the Angels, both guys from the Angels, and David Robertson from the Cubs. Vin Scully, the iconic Los Angeles Dodgers broadcaster, he died yesterday at the age of 94. There you go. That's news. That's sports. Uh, sunny today. High up to 85. Clear tonight. Overnight low of 72. Tomorrow for your Thursday. Sun and clouds and a high up to 88. 73 outside. Right now, 100.7 ZXL. South Jersey's Rock Station. ZXL Morning Show. I've been preparing for this day for almost a month now. Today you is... You have AIDS. You know, I'll find out today. Today... No, I won't find out today. No, I won't find out today. Today is blood work day. Now, you know I've been struggling with my cholesterol. Yes, yes. Today is the day I go in to actually get it done. Now, well, you've, I, gotten, I, you've, you've gotten blood work before, and they found out that your cholesterol is high. Yeah. And almost, then you decided almost, that yeah. you were going to take it in your own hands. You were going to tackle the issue on your own. Yeah, I dieted. You, you, no yeah. medicine. You were like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then you dieted. And you actually, I think, went up. It was almost the same. So, yeah, yeah. So then the doctor's like, hey, you know, we have a pill we could just give you. Yeah, and, we're talking. And the pill, you don't, you know, you you should probably diet with the pill, but here's a pill. So is this the results from the pill? This, uh, well, we'll see. Now, the uh, the actual appointment is going to be a Monday. That's where I get the numbers. Today is blood work, yeah. Dan. I went into this one. You're going to go see a phlebotanist. Well, I went in and I was like, either I'm, should I, should I scale everything back? And get a nice result here, or should I just stay true to what I am? But and you're taking the is, pill. I am taking the pill. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, so I'll know on Monday if I if I'm able to out eat the pill and see if my cholesterol goes down. There's a chance it might not even go down. I, now point, I know that you've you've slipped up a little. You were doing very well, but then I get a lot of texts from you saying like ah like I I this weekend I I destroyed myself. Well, I did that thing, man, where I cut back on cheese and I realized I love cheese so much. Yeah. And I put cheese back into my life where I went yeah. with the fake cheese. And you're and drinking a lot. Now I'm drinking now that's another thing too. I'm drinking vodka like every weekend. Yeah. Now. I don't know how that affects their cholesterol. Probably not good. So I went in thinking, do I just do I just, do I get a healthy result? But that's not really who I am. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> For the last 2 weeks I said, I'm going to I'm going to I say not eat like an a-hole because I was eating like an a-hole at one point. I said, I'm just not going to eat like an a-hole, but I'm sure not going to diet because I don't want to diet. Go in there and the numbers look good. I'm like, ah, now I'm back in Lizzo's menu. You know what I mean? Now I'm like, well, now but I got a good result, but that's because I scaled Mozzarella back. Mozzarella sticks are good. Well, here, so over the weekend, we're, uh, we're at the bar. And I'm telling one of the uh, one of the uh, probably not a place to be if you have high cholesterol. You don't the, want to be there. One of the wives of the couples, and I'm like, yeah, it's like you know, some, somehow cholesterol came up. She said his is high too, and I'm at 275. Which, by the way, my doctor's like, you're borderline diabetic. You got to stop. He he pretty much said he I had scared you. He said I have mayonnaise flowing through my blood. Yeah, right through my veins. I like it. So I was like, well, what's his score? Now, this guy, meanwhile, is in front of a, a tray of French fries and whatever uh-huh. else he's eating off the Love table. Loving life. So he's 600. Ooh, shouldn't, you be, shouldn't you be dead at 600? Or is that is that a gold standard? <laughs> is that is higher better? But here, here's my thing. You know, once again, I'm not a doctor, so don't, don't listen to me. But, you know, so many things we were told that were bad, now they're saying are good. So what if now it's what if in ten years it's reversed? It's like oh, the higher cholesterol you have, the it's healthier the you number. are, and I'm outliving everybody because <laughs> I do that. I do judge people, even like heavy people. I see walking. You on the do. Side of the you road, are. Like, you I'm judge. Like, you you like, judge. God damn, what's you, his cholesterol like? You're very they, judgmental. I mean, what are they eating? How are they surviving? Why aren't they diabetic? Are they diabetic? You're the guy who's eating cheesy fries while calling other people fat. Right. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> yeah look at look at that guy. I can't believe it. So I'll go in today. Which, by the way, they're all. 
insane clown posse fans where I get my blood taken. Uh, ICP? Yeah, yeah, that got into that conversation last time. So we'll see as they're they, all down with the clown till they're in the ground. As they withdraw mayonnaise from my veins today, <laughs> we'll see. Good old phlebotanist. Uh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. have fun with that. I'll be honest, man. It's one of those things where, yeah. Do you get woozy? No, no, I'm not bad. Yeah, but do you no. do you look or you have to look away? Because I have to look away. I can't. I can't watch them do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's something like I, I don't know. I like the pain. It's I like turn this a weird thing. I get. I turn around and I watch the view or whatever's on TV. Price is right, and now I and then they can do it. It doesn't bother me. But if I if I saw the the blood coming out, I can't. I can't. I don't like I mean, that. I'm trying to put this respectfully, but it, 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 there, there's I guess on the scale of the medical professions. I don't know. They, they handle themselves in a more casual way than a doctor would. Oh, the I, assistants at a at a at a the, at a phlebotomist's office. Yeah, they're just kind of like I don't know, like somebody just kind of you know come off the street, like hey, I'll do that for you. Just very laid back. Well, we have uh, we have a uh, a school mm. that's on the second floor here in our building. Yeah, and that's a lot. I think that's one of the things they teach. And uh, they um they got. They don't know how to drive very well. Right. Because I notice all their cars in the parking lots, all of them have been in major accidents. Yeah, yeah. And they get in kind of late, and they fly through the parking lot when it's 8 o'clock. I see that. Yeah, yeah. And they smoke a lot. Right, okay. That's what I'm saying. And I, yeah. and I find that when you're in the medical field, maybe maybe smoking's not the, the, the greatest thing for you. Or the uh, the the image that you want to put off to your uh, your customers. Like it's hard to tell somebody not to smoke for their health, but you smell like smoke, like your scrubs. I get what you're like saying. Like it got so bad that our building super had to put posters up on the doors outside saying, please don't smoke in front of the building. Right. Because people were complaining because you had to run through a wall of smoke yeah. to get into the building. Like when you're in scrubs mm. and you're smoking, yeah. it just doesn't look right. I like when I go to the bar. And uh, all the nurses just got done, and they're in their scrubs at the bar. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because those are that, that's comfortable gear right there. It does look very comfortable. That's ve- and they, they wear those shoes that are super yeah. comfortable. Yeah, look at you. Like, you're getting, you know what? You, you, yeah, I, get down. Drink up a bit with those green scrubs. Uh, I have a pair of tickets. Actually, yeah, a pair of weekend passes to the Wildwood Tattoo Beach Bash by Villain Arts. VillainArts.com is the website. Uh, it's at the Wildwoods Convention Center. It's next weekend, August 12th through the 14th. Do you want to go to the Wildwood Tattoo Beach Bash? 609-677-107-609-677-107-609-677-107. The Wildwood Tattoo Beach Bash by Villain Arts. Next weekend in the Wildwoods Convention Center, 609-677-107. I'll give you a pair of tickets to that. When we get back, we'll do some rock news. JoJo and Scotty. Here's some rock news for you. The Rolling Stones and U2 are the only two touring artists to do what, JoJo? They are the only two touring artists to sell one trillion records. Close to exceed $2 billion in ticket grosses since the early 80s. As part of its 40th anniversary coverage, uh, the publication Polestar uh, created two charts. One for ticket grosses and one for ticket sales. Uh, so the Rolling Stones topped the gross sales chart and ranked third for ticket sales, having earned roughly $2.16 billion from about 22 million tickets. Uh, the, this time uh, range is, includes the band's 14 most recent tours of nearly 50 total, starting with their American 
Tour in 1981. U2 ranked number one for total tickets and number two for gross, having earned roughly $2.12 billion from about 26 million tickets sold. That's coming from their 1981 tour. You might know this information. Has any? Did anyone ever pass on the Rolling Stones? I Is don't know what that Is there a record company out there that would have passed on the Rolling Stones? I'm sure. I'm sure because they were a cover band. There were a story about that. I, and the guy's like, you know what? I'm the guy that said, nah, I, don't, I just don't think they have what it takes. A hundred percent. I'm probably a lot of guys. They were nothing but a blues cover band. Yeah. And it wasn't until the Beatles broke that Keith Richards convinced Mick, like, we need to do that. What they're doing. And we're going to play bars the rest of our life if we don't do what they're doing. They're playing in a, co- a casino lobby. You're like, ah, these guys sound pretty good. Uh, you want to hear the top 20? Uh, grossing artists since the early 80s. Rod Stewart coming in at uh, number 19. Uh, Roger Waters, number 18. Dave Matthews, uh, he's uh, number 13. So these are just all over the place. Billy Joel at number 11. Paul McCartney at number 10. Metallica, number 9. Eagles, number 8. Bon Jovi, number 7. Bruce Springsteen, number 4. Elton John, number 3. Not one pop act, but I guess it wasn't long enough. Like your Taylor Swift's only been around for what, fifteen years? Yeah, years I, they're just not. They don't have the longevity. These guys. I mean, you're talking almost forty-five years. At this Did you point. skip over the Sugar Hill Gang by chance? They, they're uh, they're one thousand two hundred and nineteenth <laughs> on the list. Uh, Poison. Uh, they uh, they're did on that. They big, make the list. Scott. They 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 did not. Uh, they um, they're on that big uh, stadium tour with Motley Crue and Joan Jett and Def Leppard. Uh, so apparently. Um, it was Brett Michaels. That's the guy. He's the guy who wears the wig with the with the cowboy hat. Uh, he said when the stadium tour is done, he's going to take a couple years off. And then he's going to do a solo tour. Okay. So that should be it for him. Then. And he's going to call it the Party Grout Tour. Okay. Party he said Gras. originally the Party Grout Tour was supposed to be 2022, but with COVID, the stadium tour got pushed back. So now the Party Grout Tour is getting pushed back to 2025. So uh, be on the lookout for Brett Michaels. He, now he, he he he's got to be careful, man. He's um he's a type one, I believe it's type one. Uh, he has type one diabetes, which is the one you're born with, and he's really bad, man. I remember I watched that stupid reality show he had, and uh, if he wasn't careful, dude, he would fall into like a, he would get like in the shock because of uh, of uh, low insulin. Now, wouldn't a good manager say, hey, listen, let's ride that stadium tour momentum and let's get you out there while your name's still there? I don't know if taking time off's the best deal for Brett. I think they made some good money. Look, I think they're going to run that stadium tour into the fall. I guess, I mean, they're doing America. I would think they would take that stadium tour overseas. Yeah, sure. Right? So who knows? That stadium tour may go until 2025. That's why you're not getting party gras until 2025. Uh, Talking about Motley Crue that's on the stadium tour with Poison, John Karabi. This is, uh, this is the guy who was the lead singer for a short time in the early 90s. Vince Neil says he was fired. The guys at Motley Crue said Vince Neil left. Does anybody want him back? No. None. So much so. I mean the fans. That there is, Nikki Six is famously known for being a drug addict and having recovered and doing so many good things in his recovery. Getting other artists clean, um, staying clean, um, telling rock stars they don't have to be drug addicts, you know? So John Karabi, his son, now he's only he was only in Motley Crue for a five-year period, the worst five years of Motley Crue's career. So John Karabi's son is battling heroin addiction. So he reached out to Nikki Six, like, hey man, I was in your band for five years. Yeah. You did all this great stuff about recovery. 
He said he's kind of bummed out. He never got a response back. <laughs> like that's kind of dickish. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just saw the numbers. And said, "Oh, I know what he's calling." For. I guess he was. Uh, he wants back on the stadium tour. He was being interviewed, and uh, he said the only guy that he stays close with at all from Motley Crue is Tommy Lee. Yeah. He said him and Tommy will text every now and then, but that's kind of a dick move. Like, hey man, my kid, you know, he's all banged up on heroin. I know you. You were banged up on heroin. Yeah. How did you? How did you get yourself out of it? And then just crickets. Yeah. There you go. Some rock. News. White Trash Wednesday on 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. My house is out of control. <laughs> Summer has taken any type of schedule in my house and has completely ruined it. Did I say I'm ready for summer to be over? I, I might be with you, man. You know what? I know we got about five or six weeks here, but I don't know. So I had the, I had the beach every weekend. I'm ready just to stay home and watch college football and gamble. That, that's what I'm ready for. August is a fun month. There's a lot of birthdays. My daughter's birthday is the end of this week. My little guy's birthday is in two weeks. So it's a fun month, but I think I'm with you, man. Out, like I, When I say schedules are out of control, the other night, uh, my son, he's you know just finished up his freshman year of college. So the way I, I deal with him is, hey, man, like, you don't have to abide by, you know, it's a, a divorced family. So, you know, he, it used to be when they were little, you know, one weekend here, one weekend there, you know, back and forth. But I'm like, you're going to be 20, man. Like, I don't, I'm not going to, you're 19. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you where, where you can be. So he yeah, really. It's not, it's not your weekend to so have he the works, kid. He works by his mom's house. So I said, look, when you want to come down, come down. And when you're busy, you're busy. But you're you're 19 years old. Live your life. Um, so he, he he calls up the other day and he's like he's like I got a couple days off, so I'm gonna swing down. So I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, hey, yeah, come on down. We love yeah. to have you. Yeah. And uh, and so when he comes down, my little guy loves hanging with my my older son because they they play video because my <laughs> really because my 19 year old son has the mentality of a nine year old. Yeah, I like that. And so they they play video games together, the Oculus together. So like. He gets all excited. I end up falling asleep, I don't know, like 10 o'clock one night. This is like Friday or Saturday. I fall asleep. Uh, I fall asleep in a chair, and uh, and I wake up. It's like midnight. No, it's like 2 a.m. So now I'm kind of up, and I'm like, oh, like I, I'm not falling back asleep. So I hear my little guy, he's still up. My older son, he's still up. So now I, and now I'm up. So I'm like, I can't sleep. So now it gets to like 3 o'clock. They're still up. Yeah. Gets to be 4 o'clock. <laughs> Little guy finally crashes out. 4 a.m. <laughs> finally crashes out, right? This is the best summer ever, man, for this kid. My my little guy is going to be like a meth head going back to school. He's got to yeah. get on some type of schedule because this kid is out of control. Yeah, you got to break that now soon. 6 a.m. Yeah. is when my 19-year-old son goes to bed. Now, you might go, oh, because he's out partying, right? No. He's playing video games yeah. with his friends. Yeah. Now, you know how I know that? His bedroom's in the basement. He's screaming. <laughs> I can hear him throughout the house because he's screaming on that dumb headset at 5.30. The sun is coming up, and he's just deciding to go to bed. Now, what I don't know is that my 19-year-old son had promised that my daughter, who's about to get her license, that he was going to help her parallel park. Yeah. Because he has the car that she's going to take her test in. You better get a good night's sleep before he so does this. So apparently he told her that he would be uh, at uh, my, my my mom's house, where she's staying for the summer, at 9.30 in the morning. Okay, 6 o'clock he's down. Yeah. It's only three and a half. No, that's not even three and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> oh, so, I don't know this until my daughter calls me and says, 
can you wake up my awful brother uh, because he's not answering his phone and he's supposed to meet me in 20 minutes? Yeah. Dad, hey, Dad, can he drive on three hours of sleep to come help me parallel park? I look at, and I go, my house is out yeah. of control. There just, there's just chaos. It's, 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 it's just a, chaos. It's a schedule we wanted growing up. Like, we wanted to do all these things, but our parents never let us. I, like, yeah. I remember as a kid, it was a, so exciting to stay up all night. I remember that was a goal. Like, I, fifth grade, maybe sixth grade, I remember I was, USA up all night uh, was on, and I, it was hosted by Gilbert Godfrey, and I would, I would, that's, I would watch that, and i just just, that's it. I, I'd watch Prism, and I'd be like, this is, I, I want to stay up all night. I want to see the sun come up. And I only did it once or twice. But man, without blinking, like my like, f- f- are you kidding me? Yeah, five thirty a.m. and then you're just going to bed. And once again, if he walked in the door right safely, took an Uber or Lyft home, or his buddies dropped him off, and he's stumbling because he's drunk because they were out partying all night, I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool, it. man. Yeah. All right, but you're downstairs playing video yeah. games until six a.m. He's partying online. He's killing Nazis in Call of Duty with his buddy. Let him go. I mean, he, and, 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 you know, once again, my head goes to like, all right, well, you know, do you have any friends? Yeah, and he's got a girlfriend. And I'm like, is this the world we live in now? Is that, do you impress girls by playing video games? I hope, you're youngest. I hope his schedule is this. He, part, he, he plays video games till six, right? Then he gets some breakfast. Then he goes to school. <laughs> then he gets home. He has dinner around five or six, and then he's in bed till one. I'm not kidding. And then he's up again. I'm gonna have to take about two weeks before school starts, yeah. and I'm gonna have to break him like a yeah. guy who goes to rehab. I'm gonna have to break him and get him into some type of schedule. His schedule is insane. Yeah, you can't just flip a switch with this one. No, yeah, his body. It's like when you work third shift, and then he move you to first shift, and everything else. It's that schedule. You know that. Those two days, you got to get used to all this. Out of control. Yeah. That's that's that that's my house. A lot of fun in your house, though. I'll be honest. Just man. out, just and and here's me. I and I'm I, I fall asleep at ten o'clock, so now I'm just up half the night because I'm old and I can't sleep, and I'm just listening to my son scream and yell about playing. I don't know Fortnite. Yeah, he's got the schedule my wife has, but instead she's online with her boyfriend. <laughs> and I like the next day. I mean, I'm, it's like one o'clock. He wakes up. And, and, yeah. and he's like, he's like, oh, like, like no breakfast. And I'm like, it's <laughs> one o'clock. I love it. Yeah, no, no, there's no breakfast. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I got a pair of tickets for Tramps Like Us. It's a Bruce Springsteen tribute act over at Resorts on August 27th. If you want to go see Tramps Like Us, Bruce Springsteen tribute act happening over at Resorts on August 27th. Go to resortsac.com for more info. If you want a pair of tickets for Tramps Like Us, Bruce Springsteen tribute act. It's at Resorts, August 27th. Dial up 609-677-107. We get back. We'll knock out some headlines. My buddy was handed a golden ticket, and he refuses to cash it in, and it's a thing called alimony, which he is entitled to. Now, I feel, listen, the kid puts himself in bad situations. (laughs) I get it, right? This is the second one. I bring this up because... He, uh, he's going to uh, the house that they both own, but that she's living in while he's living with my other buddy. Now, um, they're I, going there to sign the papers today. So the divorce is finally going to be done. If, if I remember correctly, and if it's the guy I'm thinking of, this is the second time that he married abroad when they had nothing. Yeah. And through the relationship, she got way more successful than him. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, he's <laughs> and I've watched him and he's kind of busted his balls like getting them in a situation where they can thrive. Yeah. But then they thrive without him. Well, they then just, they're like, I don't want to be like I don't want to be here anymore. Yes, like yes. I don't want to I'm now uh, way past you and 
you know, he's still where he is. And he's a, I've met him a couple. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy, man. He's even at midget wrestling, and he had a good time. trying to take his Maybe mind that's off why. everything that's going Maybe on. Maybe that's why she wants to divorce him, because he was at midget wrestling. Hey, you know, he's got the, he's got the kids living with a buddy, and they're, they're getting ready to finalize now, everything And this is now. a guy, too, who had kids early in life, was done, he was and done. decided to do it all over again yes. in his 40s. Yeah, he's got, uh, I don't know, like a, I want to say like a three and a six-year-old. I'm like, dude, it's like you were, you were, like he had kids, kids were like, done. Yeah, he had like almost adult age kids. And it was like, you did it all, you're doing it all yeah, over again. you should be going to Club Med once a year trying to find a woman. <laughs> that's that's the life you should have. So we're chatting, man. And he comes over for dinner last night. And I'm trying to, I, I was like, dude, you got to do something for yourself. He's like, I know, but I feel bad. I was like, you can't feel bad. Here. This girl already has a boyfriend that yeah, is now hanging yeah. at the house that he owns half of. I was like, listen, I was like, you're struggling now. That's, I was like, that's, that's tough. I was I like, know. I know, I know as a, as a man you have, you know, you have pride. But at the same point, too, man, you can't just hand everything to the woman and just walk away from it. I was like, you put something into the house. There's, there's value there. I was like, and you're struggling. I was like, why are you so and She proud makes to a lot this? more than him, so now I guess he would. But I don't. Were they married long? You have to be married a certain amount of years to get alimony. This is how dumb this whole thing is. She pretty much said, "Hey, listen, are you going to screw me?" And he said, "Why?" She said, "Because I talked to a lawyer, uh, and he said pretty much you could you could totally screw me." I was like, "Well, there you go. There's your ticket. Screw her. Yes, go get yourself a lawyer." Now listen, you don't have to run this girl into the ground. But hey, man! I don't know. As a man, it's it's got to be tough to take alimony. It is. It is tough. Now, you know, I I don't have pride. When my wife leaves me, I'm taking half of everything, and I'm gonna be out. I'll be getting the alimony because that's what's gonna be paying for my jet. Because you hear about these, and I don't know how this happens and how this was ever set up, but you hear about these women who not only get alimony. So a guy divorces you. So I get it. Child support. Okay, you're taking care of your kids, but alimony is a separate thing where now they're just paying you to live. Because that's the life that you're used to. And, I mean, my wife and I know people who not only make alimony now, but future yeah. earnings of the husband or wife. Uh, they'll get that. They'll get retirement money. Oh, like, 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 yeah. they, like, like these people have worked all their lives to retire, and now this wife, through the divorce settlement, is now getting half of that. Yeah. Even though she didn't work a day— to deserve it, she's gonna get half of that. Yeah, my uncle, uh, aunt, and uncle went through that. Where my aunt is actually the uh, the sister of my dad, but we talked to the uncle more. She's going after his four hundred one, his yep. pension, and all all, yeah, of, all that. of it. Yeah, yeah. We, I, we we know people that have done it, and I guess I mean you know it has a guy. It completely yeah. you know it it it, it drives. I you know up a wall. And it is tough, but I was, I'm trying to reassure him. I'm like, listen, you know, you you put something into this whole situation. Did Look he? how you're struggling. Did he? Yeah, man, I I remember he would he was working like two or three jobs to put her through like uh whatever what she oh um what's the thing where they put you in a, they put you to sleep and they wake you back up yeah but what's that was that his first? first wife yeah that was the first one that is when he this is a this is another his first wife became an anesthesiologist yeah and she's good for doing, her yeah, she's doing just so fine. I would say okay maybe hey he could, he has a fight there I put you through school so you could do this now it's my turn. But this, he knew what he was getting into with this broad, and then this broad ends up getting a good gig, and now she's out the door. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. I'm like, listen, man, it's 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 out there. I know you're a proud guy, but do you want to live at your buddy's house the rest of your life, dude? He was living with you for a while, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. We got into that last night, too. Yeah, I was charging him good money. You got plenty of room. Yeah. Well, he's looking at my house last night. He's going to sleep on your pool table. How many bedrooms you got here? <laughs> you got four. <laughs> Didn't you just, you put a shed out back. Yeah. <laughs> you rent it out to him. That's that stinks. Uh, I look. I remember 
it, there's a it, you you brought up that the boyfriend is already living in his house yeah, or already yeah, like yeah, hanging yeah. out there. Yeah. And she's taking on a roller skating hobby. I uh I I've been there. I remember getting divorced and having to go to my my wife's place to go pick up the uh, you know the then ex-wife's place to pick up the kids and it was the first time I saw the guy there. Yeah, yeah. And you're like Right. Like, sucks, like there's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes through your head. Uh-huh. Yeah, she paying for dinner, so my dime? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff goes through <laughs> your head. Uh, hey, look, we get back. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. This DC universe can't get out of its own way. They have successes like Aquaman, the Batman, but then they have these awful bombs like they had Justice League, and that was a disaster and a mess. They just did it the wrong way. We all like the characters. They have like movies like Birds of Prey, and it's just a mess. So Warner Brothers, which is in charge of the DC movies, they've already spent $90 million on a Batgirl movie. They're just never going to put it Nobody out. Nobody wants Batgirl. They said it's Batgirl. so Batgirl's bad. Batgirl's good with Batman. It's so bad that it's just it, they're just they're just shelving. It. It's nobody, just done. Nobody wanted Catwoman either. We don't want any of these characters. It's it's hard, but you have to create a scenario for them. The problem is no one wanted Catwoman with Holly Berry because there was no reason for it. Right. Like if you said it, if you would have done a Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman right after the second Batman, the '89 Batman, maybe it works. It works yeah. because there's a known entity there to take on the role. And that was Justice League. They put all four of them, but there was no story. Like I was, that was it. You just I mean, shoved you just it all saw, in. Yeah, I saw Flash in a camera, holding up a liquor store. You got to give Marvel a lot of credit. Was Marvel took the time to build Iron Man, yeah. to build Thor. To the Iron Man was a great story, man. Him and then out of that cave and building the Iron Suit, you like that. And then eventually you morph into the Avengers. Justice League was like uh, Batman versus Superman. Now we got Justice League. Oh my God, their moms have the same name. Well, now they're back. Now they're on the same team. It's the crazy guy from Game of Thrones. He's Aquaman. Remember that yeah. Batman was going to kill Superman? Wait, your mom's name's Carol, too? Martha! Is it Martha? Martha! My mom's name's Martha. They're going to redo Roadhouse. <laughs> Do we need a redo of Roadhouse? Wait, who is? Is it still DC? Uh, no, no. Because no. if Batman was running Roadhouse. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal will star in the remake of the 1989 classic Roadhouse. <laughs> now it's going to be a UFC fighter takes a job as a bouncer at a Roadhouse bar in the Florida Keys. You're gonna use the same lines, dude. Is the blind guy still alive? Can we get Jeff him? Healy. Can we get the Jeff Healy band to play? I'm sure, they're not busy. <laughs> Remember, you Jeff- be nice until it's time not to be nice. What's Jeff Healy up to? Uh, <laughs> um, Demi Lovato. I think everyone's starting to go back to normal. She's back to using she and her as pronouns a year after saying she's non-binary. Oh, and she was yeah. using they and them. Yeah. I think because it sounds so dumb. Yes. When people have to talk to you, she's like, yeah, just call me she. It's fine. I, 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 I'm, I'm back. So, yeah, Demi Lovato is back to being she and her. Gotcha. Uh, if you were a fan of the movie Working Girl back in the day, I remember this movie, Working Girl. It starred um, Harrison Ford. It starred the broad from... Um, Aliens and Ghostbusters. What was her name? Uh, not Gina Davis, the other broad. Um, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, uh, Don Johnson's wife. I forget her name. Uh, 
Mrs. Johnson. It, Mrs. G- Mrs. Don Johnson. Uh, it was so. It used to play on a on a, a channel called Prism constantly. This movie was on constantly on Prism, and uh, so I guess Selena Gomez is going to produce the remake of Working Girl. They're all remakes, aren't they? Yeah, because no one no can do anything material. original anymore. Nothing. Stranger Things Four is pretty popular. Not as popular as Squid Games. Netflix, which doesn't release a lot of data, said that actually Squid Game is their highest release ever. Believe it, man. There was something cool about that show. It, it was, was new. It was so jacked up, man. It was de- it was definitely new, uh, and it was different and new, and people kind of dug it. Uh, Everybody still hates Chris. An animated reboot of Chris Rock's sitcom Everybody Hates Chris has been greenlit by Paramount Plus. Uh, let's see here. Dane Cook and longtime girlfriend. He's 50. She's 23. How long time can it be then if she's only 23? They're now engaged. So you met her at 11. Congrats to Dane Cook. What happened to him, ne- dude, I've never seen a comedian fall off like he did. Yeah. That dude, I'm going to say 2004 to like 2007, 2008. There was nobody bigger. Yeah, I went to one of the shows. Me and my wife is Dude, he's doing more. stadiums. And not only yeah. stadiums, sold out multiple nights in a row. And then just went away. He got caught up in uh, stealing jokes, where people accused him of stealing jokes. That's a big one. Um, also, he got he had a real screwed up story. His brother took all his money. Mm. He did that thing where he let his brother run his, his, his accounting. Yeah. And his brother stole all his money. And... Um, he also got plastic surgery, and he doesn't even look like Dane oh, Cook anymore. Geez, yeah. uh, there you go. Some trash for you. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station. ZXL Morning Show White Trash Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing fine, and I wear a CPAC. Okay, you do the uh, the CPAC machine. Yes, I think I spoke to you a little while ago. You did? Oh, yeah. That, that, thing, yeah. that machine is a lifesaver, you know? That's it. That's it. I'm yeah. calling for the tickets for the uh, tattoo. Dude, I'll tell you. My my mom, she's borderline, right, on sleep apnea, yeah. and yeah. she refuses. She's like, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, who yeah. are you impressing? Yeah. Like, just wear the stupid mask. I she won't it. do it. It's awkward. It feels awkward. I don't like it. And all the doctor had to do was tell her she's borderline, and she's like, then I won't, then I don't have to. And I'm like, why do you have to say that, dude? Just say you're going to die in a day unless you put this machine will save your life all night. I know, I know, but I told told my husband what the comment that you made about the the sound at night. He said, see, us men think alike. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I try just the nose piece, but you can't just do the nose piece. Now i got to keep my mouth shut, so now I have to strap around my jaw to the top of my head. The whole thing, it feels like, I don't know, medieval torture. I don't want to be, yeah. I, I don't want to get vulgar, but I'm going to ask a personal question to both of you. I've never yeah. banged with it on. I was going to say, have you ever had sex with the mask on? Um, I would suffocate. No, but you, I don't think you can. Yeah. No? Because you can't keep your mouth closed. Oh, I know oh, what you're saying. Oh, look at you. Oh, okay. you dirty girl. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. What, uh, what is your name? My name is Cookie Van Moo. All right, Cookie. Well, you're going to the Wildwood Tattoo Beach Bash, all right? Okay. All right, you stay on hold. We're going to get all your info. All right, thank you. Yeah, I guess it's not sexy with that CPAP machine, the, the, the bang. No, here's the thing. It doesn't even get you into the bang world. No, it's, and then there's in, the noise. No. Like, there's like the... Whoosh, 
you're like, yeah, it's not sick. No, yeah, it's not sexy. You're hooked up to, and it almost. And let me tell you, I I hated it until I found out my neighbor, who's in pretty good shape, who he has it and he wears it. But before that, it's like, is this machine really keeping you alive? Is this how weak and brittle my body is? Can can you like roll over with it? No, you can't roll over. Yeah, see to me, like it's it's. it's, It makes special pillows with holes in them. That the whole thing, you, if you lay on your stomach, you got a hole in there. Because I'm a big mover in bed. Like, yeah. I, I, I like bake and shake, you know? And uh, and so I don't know if I could handle that, like the the, the, the rustling around. You know what's hard to, you know what's hard to breathe with? Uh, a tube around your neck. It's strangling you <laughs> while you're sleeping at night. No, the CPAP machine. CPAP machine. Yeah, I guess there's no, is that it's, it's CPAP, right? I, I think know. it's CPAP. It's a see you later. I don't want to use you anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not sexy at all. It's kind of cool, though, because the cleaner ladies, when they clean the house, um, they present it in a way where they put the machine, uh, like they clean up the machine and they have the tube comes over and then my mask is hanging over the bed railing. So it looks like, hey, here you go. I prepared your, Dude, I prepared your sleeping arrangements, probably Joe. look at it the way Indiana Jones looked at that gold statue that he had to take real quick and then the big ball chased him. I actually, uh, I wrote Maverick on it to be cool. <laughs> look, we get back. We'll knock out some headlines. Hey, it's White Trash Wednesday on 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. I told you yesterday I was going to a hotel, I was going to a motel, I was going to a Holiday Inn. I would have went with you, man, if you would have asked me. Uh, Pitbull. Yeah. Uh, he came to Camden. Dude, I thought Pitbull was washed up. It was sold out. Like, more people than I've ever seen at a show in Camden. He is, it's a, it's a, it's a celebration with Pitbull. It sounds weird to say. You're not going, it's, it's an experience with Pitbull. Yeah, I the didn't, guys really hit something. I didn't go in, but I took my daughter and my wife up, and I told them, I said, you guys go up. They're, they're big fans. My daughter, it's her birthday week. She was all pumped. So my, my wife was like, I'll take her in. My wife's excited to see Pitbull, right? They dance around the house, the Pitbull music. And um, so I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll hang out and then when you guys are done I'll just be there and we can hightail it out of Camden. So uh, so on the way up, man, we're driving up, and to me I look at it as I'm an Uber driver. So the radio is mine, right? You're stuck with whatever I'm listening to because I'm giving you the ride You're up. Doing there. them a favor, sure. So I got some Warren Zevon playing, right? Okay, well, that's not how you pre, pre you know maybe some here. maybe some Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, so now everybody in the car is like, ah, this is so awful. They're right, and they're right. I need to hear some Pitbull. Put on something that's a a, a more uppy. Well, Pitbull has his own serious XM channel. Why aren't you listening to that? Because I want to hear some Gordon Lightfoot. I want to hear about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. So, uh, so the whole ride up, it's my music sucks, and we're like, but I, but his, I'm like, you know what? If I had the window in a limo, <laughs> like I wish I could just roll it up and leave them in the back. But don't you feel like you're gonna you're gonna get three hours of Pitbull? Why do you want Pitbull on the way up? Yeah. Like, when I get done doing a gig, it's like I don't want to listen to music anymore. You know, and that's the thing. It's like it's like buying the T-shirt of the guy and wearing it into the show. And so uh, I, which by the way, nine thousand guys knocked on my car window, asked me if I wanted to yeah, buy a Pitbull yeah. T-shirt. Did you get them for a discount? Price? I did not. So uh, we, uh, so we park, and I'm like, they're like, what are you gonna do? Because I thought about, you know, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna hightail it out of town and like, you know, hang at a bar or go to a restaurant or walk around? I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit in the parking lot. I'm gonna throw a documentary on on Netflix, and that's gonna be it. I'm surprised they haven't done anything where. I mean, where, why you don't set up a beer garden, something where people well, that don't go into a show? <laughs> it's believe me. Well, I mean, they're tailgating I, in the I, parking lot anyway. Why can't you put something up for some? How about this? One of those, uh, one of those big movie screens and make it like a drive-in. I uh, I parked 
for the first time ever, I parked next to the aquarium. So usually I parked on like the factory side. Yeah. And, I, and it was it was a nice part. There's like a li- a very little section of Camden that is actually when you if you squint your eyes, you're like, okay, I'm 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 not exactly in Camden. Yeah, you know, not I'm in, in danger. Maybe yeah. Like you're next to the aquarium. There, there's the river walk right there for a small section. There's like a navy ship. I'm like, okay, all right, this isn't awful, yeah, awful. Don't you feel like you won't be mugged if you're looking at a navy ship. But I'll tell you what, man, it was nothing but 16, 17, 18 year old girls. That was the whole show. And my wife's texting me from inside, and she's like, this is awful. Yeah. She goes, they're nothing, nothing but rude bitches. Yeah. She's like, she's getting elbowed. She's getting her feet stepped on. Those kids don't they, care. And it's so close, packed. Yeah. Dude, I didn't think that place held. It, uh, he, uh, the total, he st- kept saying, like, Pitbull, you know, yells from the stage. He kept saying there's 25,000 people there, yeah. which I didn't even think it could hold 25,000 people. My wife's like, it's awful. It's hot. Like, she goes, at one point, a, a guy elbowed her in the head. Yeah, at least we went to kiss a Motley Crue. There was plenty <laughs> of wiggle room. room, you know? When yeah. you go to a rock show, yeah. you know, at least there's some room to walk yeah. around. My wife's like, there wasn't any room to yeah. be had. Good for and, him, man. Like, yeah, so Pitbull, man, still has the power. And I knew that my wife had enough because my wife is never, let's leave early. She's always like, let's stay to the last song. We're going to leave with the whole crowd at the end. And all of a sudden, I get a text, and it says, on our way out. Yeah. But I'm not seeing anyone else. And I'm like, I'm waiting for the wave of people. And, dude, it's not happening. And her and my daughter walk up, and there's like, I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, we think he's wrapping up, so we just laugh. Yeah, well, they're they didn't Get out of there be, before that rush. They didn't want to be in. My wife's like, I, ha- I have to work tomorrow. Yeah. I need to get out of here. So, I mean, that was they were, in, they were back in my car. By 11 o'clock. She was probably thinking, my husband, God bless him, the, the saint that he is, is out there waiting for us to get out of the show. I know he has to get up at 3.30 in the morning. No. So I'm going to leave the show a little yeah. bit early I, so yeah, we I'm can sure, avoid dude. traffic. She's pretty good about yeah. that. Cause, uh, you know, even on the, it, but, and, and my daughter kept saying that, too. She's like, she's like you got to go to bed. And I was like, I, it was that weird thing where I wasn't tired. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm good. Like, I've party got all this. night. I've got, I thought about doing an all-nighter. Yeah. And uh, I did not. But, dude, here's me, like, creepy old guy. I'm sitting in my car in a parking lot, right, where all these kids are drinking Trulies and White Claws. Just eyeing them up. I have my phone (laughs) on my dashboard, and I'm watching a Netflix documentary about revenge porn. Yeah, Yeah. you were probably going to be mugged, and they're like, whoa, this guy's crazy. There's like a – there's a – there's – there's a, a documentary about a, it was it's called the most dangerous man on the and the most hated man on the internet. Yeah, and, and I'm watching it <laughs> on my phone. And here's the other thing: where I parked, there was no porta potties. So now, like every like I don't know, 45 minutes, I got to get out and do that car door thing where I I, <laughs> I have my car door open and I'm peeing out of the side of my car. It's Camden. It's Camden. Yeah. That's how I look yeah. at it. It's yeah. Camden. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, look, <laughs> we get back. We'll do a thing called "You Think You Have a Bet." Think you've got it bad. I mean, I, I I've been there where you just you grab anything you can to try and kill something. A man determined to kill a spider with a lighter ignited a sixty-acre wildfire in Utah. Yeah, they do this with beehives. Dude, People think it's a good idea to burn. It. No, listen, dude, my it dad is a burned down a tree. Yeah, my dad may have had a couple beers. Um, took a broomstick and duct taped a toilet paper roll to the end of it. Put some gasoline on it and lit it like a torch. And lit up a beehive, not thinking that the beehive would catch fire 
and then the tree would also catch fire. Yeah, my wife last night went after one of these beetles. We're having uh, dinner on the deck. She's smacking it with her shoe on. And my buddy's like, <laughs> you know, if she had a gun, you'd have holes in every <laughs> wall of your house. That's I said, what it I is. Yeah. Dude, and, and that's you, you, everyone's been in their kitchen or whatever, their bathroom. You grab whatever you can to try and smack the bug. You know, And my house, dude, it shuts down. If one of the kids or my wife sees a bug, dude, the house shuts down. They might as well jump into a bomb shelter. We had a snake come into our sunroom. My wife takes her and the two kids, and it actually got into the sunroom, and they run upstairs and close the door. I said, do you know how long the journey would be for that snake to find you all the way upstairs? You had to slam that the door. That snake doesn't want to be in that sunroom no. any more than no. you want it to be in that sunroom. Here I am. Just take, I got a stick, and I keep throwing them across the yard. He goes, he's like, oh, look, stainless steel appliances. He's just <laughs> slithering around. Uh, he, uh, the guy told responding deputies he had tried to use a lighter to burn a spider before the fast-moving uh, blaze broke out. A Canadian company called Candy Funhouse, an online retailer of candy from chocolate bars to gummies to licorice, is hiring a taste tester, 78 grand a year, work from home. Duties include leading candy board meetings, being a head taste tester, and all things fun. Several thousand candidates have already applied for the position which was posted on LinkedIn in mid-July. He noted that he's been surprised by the number of golden ticket-themed applications and elaborate videos of entire families offering to share the tasting duties and salary. I guess, man. I don't know. I Somewhere in my late teens, early 20s, I grew out of candy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, as a kid, Skittles. Skitt- to this day, my teeth are ruined because of Skittles. Skittles were awesome. Yeah, when my kid gets into college or a trade school, he's not gonna. He won't experiment with drugs. It won't be cocaine and all that. It's gonna be. Hey, I try that tasty cake crippet that you have over there. My mom never had. I could never have those growing up. My, uh, my. I tell you, my little guy. He's the world. You know, he tries to sneak candy, but then he hides the wrappers under his pillow. Yeah, it's no good. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find. Yeah, you gotta do what I do. I push him in all the way in the bottom of the trash can so the wife don't see it. A 27 year old Chinese man is struggling to find a job, Jojo. You know why? Oh, he's not tall enough. Sort of, kind of. He says he looks like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> Mei Shang believes he's being turned down because companies fear uh, that <laughs> the company will be slapped with child labor law violations. Shang persisted in job searching uh, because he was the only person able to financially support his father, who has recently suffered a stroke. He received several rejections, even when he showed proof that he was born in 1995. Uh, Shang explained his struggles dealing with a baby face on TikTok. Of course, uh, the youthful-looking man shared an experience when he and a friend applied for the same factory job, and his friend got the job, and he did not. The video went viral. So far, it has 68,000 likes. He said he was Chinese, you said? Uh, he is uh, Chinese, yes. Okay, yeah. They do seem to look, you know. They look, yeah, dude, yeah, they, I'll tell you what. Dude, look, chi- yeah, I'll tell no. you. It, um, Chinese, trying to be very sensitive Korean, that, Japanese, yes. uh, t- Taiwanese, uh, uh, Filipinos. They age the best, right, right? Dude, they don't they don't get wrinkles, like, and they I don't know what it is, what they I, it, maybe that fish diet because they eat a lot of fish, but man, they age well. They either look fifteen or they look like the end of a kung fu movie. Like it's like either you're a young boy or you're old and wise. They it, okay when they do finally hit the wall, they do look right. like the guy at the end of a video is game. That, that yes. long beard that comes <laughs> yeah. down and everything. Yeah. They look like a guy in Mortal Kombat. Uh, there you go. Those people, they have a bad. You, not so much. This happened yesterday with my neighbor. I get home. 
Now, the night before, he has a bunch of trash in his trash can. It doesn't fit in his trash can. He said, you think they'll take that? I said, no. He said, can I use your trash can? I said, yes, because yes. I used my neighbor's trash yeah. can. Because, you know, it's, it's a one day, like the Godfather, one day I'm going to ask you right. to, uh, to, to for a favor if I do this favor for you. And that's how I feel. So, uh, so yesterday I get home. And that day trash- may never come, but well, one day. I've got him. I've got, I told my wife, this is why I handled the situation that I did. So I get home, trash cans are still full, they didn't take them. So he's going through so, his trash, and I look at him, he's trying, to, he's trying to situate his trash to make it deeper, but I see that my trash so can is So he's doing that thing, the, he's trying to get it all in one can. Yeah, still trying, still yeah. trying to get it. For, I guess for next Tuesday, I don't know. So, so they I, didn't take it at all? They didn't take his or mine. So now it's interfered in my life. Now Why I've not? got a did trash he, did, did he overstuff it? Yeah, it was too much. Had a couple poles sticking up, which I'll be honest, man. It, it, it would have fit fine. Uh, I, thought it, it that, I thought the it rule about, is. It was about 12 dude, inches over the top. It was I've easily put, taken. I've put, not kidding, three, four feet above the lid. Yeah. I right. played Jenga with, with, and normally they're pretty good. I, and and I got to say, I even put a, like a Barco lounger out there. Yeah. They took that. Say, you got a better trash guy than I do. I do. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to grease them around Christmas. So I look at him. He looks at me. I'm like, now this, yeah, now I'm screwed. Now you know. Because what happens is now for the next week, I got nowhere to put my trash. Now I know how he would handle the situation because he's not a good person like I am. He would be like, dude, they didn't take the trash. Come get the trash out of my can. That's how he would have handled the situation. But yeah. I looked at him. I said, don't worry about it. I'll yeah. take care of mine. But I got you. Know? you. I'm, I'm like, I, my eyes yeah. are on you. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. I you got know it done. that you owe me. And my wife's like, well, you know, you know, you know how he would have handled it. I said, I know, but here's what it is. I'm a better person. Now I've got him mm-hmm. on the hook. Now I yeah. out, I outclassed him. Yeah. I said, listen, I got it. It was. It don't was worry a, about it. It happened. I got it. Don't but worry now about he, it. Now he's on the hook with me. Yeah. Because if it ever happens again, don't come at me and say they didn't take your trash because I put trash in. I said, wife, I like to have one up on everybody. That's that's how you get through life. What was Patrick Swayze's name in uh, Roadhouse? Dalton. Dalton. All right. You, Dalton. You, you, look, Dalton didn't yell. Yeah. He didn't scream. He was nice and calm. I told my wife, but, I said. But when it needed to happen, he made it happen. Honey, I'm nice. Until it's time not to be That's nice. That's right. So I got this. But Just now weird. I got Jeff one over Healy my was playing in your garage <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> oh, is the that games. the second Jeff Healy reference this yes, morning? It is. <laughs> yes. There's not. There can never be enough Jeff Healy references. He's dying out there in hospice blind. <laughs> yeah. What? I, I want to know what Jeff Healy and his band are up to. Are they to, he's still not, touring? He's not stacking his trash cans up. That's for sure. No, no. Jeff Healy doesn't have to worry about that because he can't see trash. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't know if the trash is out or not uh everybody thank you for your calls today on white trash wednesday they're always welcomed on this show and uh we're glad when you're all a part of it stay there we'll kick off a rock block it's 100.7 zxl south jersey rock station zxl morning show when you're smiling when you're smiling when you're smiling when you're smiling and when you're laughing oh you're laughing when the sun comes shining through when you're crying, you bring on the rain. Stop your shine. Won't you be happy again? When you're smiling, keep on smiling. And the world will smile.
know you are rocking out, man. I know. You guys are awesome. I love looking at you guys on my way to work. She was like, yeah, yeah, warm it up, Chip. And I'm like, I'm about to. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. How you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? Vegas, man. Oh, God. Is it my radio, or are you only broadcasting in mono? Joe Biden! This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!